what's up? Hello. Welcome to Season 2 of Hackett Chat, the NBA's first podcast featuring a man who has a Papa John's sponsorship. That's me. I'm Chuck P. And with me, as always, is the 13 layers of hell, Dan Taze Inferno. Oh, Dan, what are we going to do today? Oh, we are here to talk some hoops and tell you what happened to Harold Miner. Still. Oh, yeah. Still. Behind the MacBook, we have the anchor of our AV. That's Gyro. It's nice to be here. We're glad you showed up. We are so happy to be back. Season two. They didn't cancel us. Yeah, we got renewed. Or, we got renewed. Yeah, we were not put on hiatus. Well, we um, were, kind of. Fuck well, yeah. All right. So we have the off season. We had like summer hiatus. Look, sometimes we need time off too. And yeah. uh, we, we're well rested. Kind yes. of. And uh, we're ready to go. So here's for, the most exciting thing that's happening right now. Uh, is can... we've, well, like, people know that we're real people now. Yeah. For, I, I would imagine they, people listening to us, thought we were only existing in audio world. Uh-huh. But, but now, like, we're real humans. Like, I feel like I'm coming alive. Like, so I was, like, looking at my hands. Like, I feel like a robot coming to life for the first time and, you know, having artificial intelligence, like, really <laughs> work its way through my whole body stream. So, pretty natural. Pretty In case cool. you don't know what's going on, uh, if you are just listening to the audio portion of our podcast, we have video now. You can what? see us. Video. Uh, we're, we're in, like, a weird Brady Bunch thing. Am I up or down? I don't know. Am I supposed to turn sideways? Also, we have new guest, Paul George. Looking handsome as ever. Hey, you should ask Paul a question and see if he answers. Okay. Hey, Paul. Um, uh, how, how, how's your summer been? There it is! <laughs> nice! It's been pretty good. It's been pretty, pretty good. good. He's real excited. He's had a good summer. I've had a good summer, too. Um, we've had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, let's, let's share a little bit about us. Um, Dan, what, what have you done the last couple weeks? Oh Catch my gosh. Out, so I think the biggest transition as we talked about this is uh, moving out to Chicago and being in the Chicagoland area, starting a new job, getting right. up and running with that, getting right. accustomed to just living in a different place that I haven't lived in. Um, pretty bizarre. Watching uh, the Cubs make their way through the MLB playoffs. It is a it is crazy out here. Um, how excited people are for what's happening with the Cubs. Uh, so that's been really fun. And just keeping up with some of that stuff. So really cool stuff happening. Chuck, Yeah. what about for you? I feel like you've had a lot going on yourself. Oh There's been a gosh. lot happening with you. Well, I've got to tell you what. First off, Chicago's not the only people excited about the Cubs doing well. This guy right That's here. That's right. Pumped about my Cubbies. Um, and I don't know why you moved all the way out to Chicago because I just heard word that um, one of the – was it Giordano's? Giordano's. The opening a location in Columbus. I know. I don't know why I you know. hadn't moved all the way out there. We got your cool pizza over here in, in Ohio now. I um, will say this, and I might get myself in trouble with the uh, Chicago and Chicago people, but I'm really glad for your sake that it was Giordano's and not Lou Malnati's. I might get myself in trouble. I prefer Giordano's over Lou Malnati's, so I may get myself in trouble, but congratulations. You got the better of the two, in my opinion. I, I like Gino's. When I went, I had Gino's East. Very nice. Lovely. Um, other than deep dish pizza, I'm now sponsored by Papa John's. Whoa. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. Uh, I'm Get still with the Blue Jackets, still with the ah, Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I switched teams. I'm no longer on the Cannon Crew. Now I'm uh, one of those cool uh, cheerleader girls that throws out the t-shirts, except... Um, no I'm, way. You're, yeah. you're a boy. Pop, uh, Papa John's Gold Patrol is what it's called now, and uh, we're real excited about it. 
I actually got to host. Do you have a very tight fitting, tight fitting T-shirt with some uh, a V-neck line? Well, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, not the T-shirt, but I had uh, to invest in compression shorts because Ooh. I found out that the pants that I got uh, create an outline. Pretty tight. Uh, and I found way out, too tight. I found out from a, a picture that is currently on our website of me. <laughs> Uh, and you can see a whole package there. Uh, I don't so, get it. Yeah, just go to bluejackets.com slash promo dash teams. Um, Is it your my... pockets? Can you see the pockets and the pants too tight? No, 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 kind of. Like, it's like, there's a... Like your kneecaps? They're showing your kneecaps? You can nope. see your kneecaps? That's not what it is. Uh, so anyways, other than that, uh, <laughs> at the Blue Jackets, I also got to host a couple games. Uh, and while I was on mic there, I was like, well, I'm on microphone. I, every time I've ever been on mic, I'm Chuck. So let's do Chuck. And everyone was thrown off by that. But, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, we were having a good time. We're just, we're yeah. just killing it. Uh, hey, 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 Gyro. Oh, hey. Yeah. Hey. What's going on, man? Uh, nothing much. Just living life, doing school. Yeah. Stuff like that. Back in the band. Back in the band. Oh, an everyday affair. Dan, I got to tell you. Um, and I and I, I think he's been an underappreciated part of this podcast already. Not a lot of folks hear Dover a lot. Now you're going to see what Dover normally does while we're recording the podcast, which is uh, get on his phone and text his girlfriend more than all uh, the time. Yeah, well, um, or fall asleep. That but happened <laughs> that happened. That happened once. Um, but you know, it, it, during the show, he may not have a ton to do. Getting stuff ready to go. Getting stuff up. That is all him, and I can't tell you how much work he put in tonight. I'm already like shaking the table, and he's getting furious because I'm moving the camera. Yeah, don't move the camera. Um, and so I, I just I wanted to give a big shout out to to Gyro on the other side of the MacBook. There, he is killing it. Yes, um, we talked about this as we were sitting here waiting for everything to get set up. It's like we would be so lost. We would have no idea how to do any of this. Right. And none of this would be possible unless it were for his expertise in the area of all things behind the MacBook. So big, big up to Gyro for getting things up and going tonight. Yeah, thanks, and guys. every night. Yeah, no thanks, problem, guys. You're, well, you're welcome, and thank you. Oh, thank you for your hard work and your dedication. And but thanks you know to the what? fans for yeah. listening and sticking with us. Yeah, and demanding. More. Well, like I had somebody ask politely. Uh, if yeah. we were to continue. So that was enough. So we're back. And hey, let's give the people what they want, Dash Jalen Rose. Let's, Thanks, guys. Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk hoops. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. And here we go. Guys, ah! real quick. Season two. We have live audio drops. Live this drops. So odd. Normally hey, Dover, we couldn't how did that those. thing go that we just did? Wait, can you do that again? Oh, uh, yeah, I can do it again. And here we go. We can hear it's live. stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> we can just do it now. This is the greatest. <laughs> this is what happens when your show goes to the big time. Oh, yeah. Um, we get video. We get live drops. We're yeah. killing it. Um, we want to talk about what we're doing for this season. We've looked over all the data, all of the, all of the number points. We've been crunching the, the stats. And we are ready to make our predictions on what the NBA is going to look like throughout this year. So yes. what we're going to do, we're going to break it up into a couple of different pieces. First off, we're going to do the big stuff, the awards, playoff picture, stuff like that. Then we're going to go division by division. We'll talk about what we're going to do exactly with that later. Yes. So first off, let's get started with some of our awards. That's right. And 
Hey, hey, we'll, we'll just hit right into it. I want to start out with the rookie of the year. Got uh, it. These are guys Very playing good. their first games, first season. Let's do yep. our first award here. It's a good thing fresh. Who do you got for your rookie of the year? <clears throat> well, if you don't remember some of the guys that have not listened through us, listened to us all the way through the summer, we did a lot of what's happening with the summer league. We did a lot of yeah. watching games, talking about games, diving into a lot of these rookies and talking about their games, how they've translated to from college to the summer league, and now how we're going to translate that into a full NBA season. So a lot of this is based on what I saw during the summer league, and it may be a little out there because people kind of killed this pick when it first happened. My rookie of the year prediction is going to be Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics. So I'm going mm. all in with Jalen Brown. I'm going just completely off of what I witnessed during the um, the summer league, some of what I've seen during the preseason. Um, I just got a really good feeling of what his talents can bring meshed with President Brad Stevens. I'm picking Jalen Brown. I'm excited about the pick, too. Do you think you'll be able to find the floor enough? And that will be the, the tough thing, right. is, is he going to make his way onto the floor in a wing dominated roster that right. Boston has put together. So I mean, the reason the reason I'm sticking to Jalen Brown on this is because he's going to bring something to the table that they don't really have in Boston, which is a guy that can rebound and bust out without having to make an outlet pass, without having to get it to somebody else. He mm-hmm. can get it and he can go. He's already show, shown some of this during the preseason. He showed it all summer league. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got it's a self fast break like he can get it and go and in an era where we need to get out and go as fast as possible as many possessions we can get i think brad stevens is going to see that as a thing that he does not have on the floor and a guy that they want to get minutes and they invested that third overall pick to him so they're going to try to get him on the floor as much as possible so i'm i'm sticking to it i'm going jalen brown i think i think crunch time lineup the for the boston celtics is going to be isaiah thomas avery bradley jalen brown jay crowder al horford it's a great, great um, and, thought. And that's that's exciting. Not a lot um, of shooting though, which is the problem. We can yeah. we'll dive into this when we talk, talk yeah. more Celtics. But yeah, not a lot of shooting. But yeah. we'll get there. Not a lot of shooting. Don't jump the gun yet. Yeah, 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 I I love, I love that thought. I'm just I'm like yes. I'm taking that in now. It's gonna be great. But um, speaking of shooting, yeah. How are you go. feeling about your prediction for rookie of the year? Oh well, I'm confident because I'm correct. Um, oh good. This is going to be the rookie of the year, and uh, this is a guy who uh, has the Sam Cassells to start doing that. Honestly, sure I think we may rename our, our our phrase the Sam Cassells after this player, depending upon what happens. Buddy Heald, rookie of the mm. year. That's got to get a nice ring to it. We may be calling him. Oh, for he's that got shot. a nice pair of Buddy Heelds. Like I mean, yeah. this guy is. First off, the most confident person I've ever seen since Kobe Bryant. Um, like wow. This guy, nice. like he looks like he he's going to own the world, and he wants to own the world, and, and he can do it. He's going to have all the opportunity in the world, which is what you need for Rookie of the Year. You need yes. to be able to be on the floor. With, with Drew Holiday in, in his situation where he's uh, currently out of the lineup, um, right. the Pelicans have lost Eric Gordon, Tyreek Evans not having any sort of consistent health. No. Buddy Heald's going to be the guy. Next yeah. to Anthony Davis, who's like, already struggling with some injury things, right? Right. Well, of course he is. But like, I mean, if you can get Anthony Davis doing something, I mean, you have a guy to feed off of. I mean, and, and to feed you, that right. I think is the perfect mix 
Question for you. Are you worried about efficiency at all? And how could it it could hinder his uh, rookie of the year candidacy? Um, Michael Carter Williams won rookie of the year. So very true. I'll just I I think Buddy Heald's gonna be fine. I think that was a that was a different draft class, though. Let's just flip that draft class was a little different than this draft class. (laughs) Very true. But um I, I think I think this is just gonna be a guy who I mean give it probably 10 games and he's going to start shooting 22 times a game. Like he's, he's just going to be jacking them up because frankly, that's what the Pelicans have right now. And so I, I there's, there's no way if he just doesn't take a single step forward, like if he, I'm sorry, if he can take just the single step forward from where he was at Oklahoma last year, I think he's golden. He's golden. I like, I like the idea of saying, man, I'm glad he had the little buddies to take that shot late in the game. Yeah, the little buddies? Yeah. <laughs> man, well, he's got some pretty serious little bu- buddies. I like that. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, guys who have uh, really made an impact uh, on their teams this year. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Hopefully, we'll make an impact this year. Coming off the bench. Yes. Let's talk yes. about their six man. Six man of the year award. Um, I have a certain theory uh, based on what I predicted last year and it didn't happen. So I'm just going to stick with it again. I'm going to do the same prediction. Very good. I think Patty Mills is going to be the sixth man of the year because sticking to it you know, last year. I was like Manu or Tony. One of them is just going to run out of steam and they're going to have to find a new lineup and, and, and Patty's going to be that sixth man. It's going to yeah. happen this year. It's got to happen this year. Like, just the way that they've been playing. The, I mean, the way Manu Ginobili plays basketball, he has he's taken two steps backwards already. And right. I think it's time that Patty Mills gets pushed into that uh, central um, bench guy. Like, I mean, that second unit, he's going to be leading it. Uh, we yeah. saw what, we, what he can do with the Australian team in the Olympics. Like, I mean, he, he was awesome. He was, he was fantastic. So cool. he, was, he had a couple of 30 point games. We right. kind of saw what he did when he was in college, uh, he, the ability to really take over games with scoring. So I like your pick. I think it's yeah. really good. Now, here's my real, here's my question to it, though. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to slip into the starting lineup too much to I be considered so. a six man candidate? I think that may turn into a problem. Like last year, everyone penciled in Isaiah Thomas, just like he's going right. to be six man of the year. And eventually, it was yeah. like, well, this guy's just a starter at this point. Like he's good. At, right. Like, we're, we're just going to play him. Um, I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't think he will. Um, I think that pop likes having that, uh, change of pace coming off the bench, having that second unit guy. Yeah. Uh, coming off the bench. It's a, I mean, maybe if they get more than one injury, like maybe they can't make a move to try and get somebody else out there. Maybe yeah. it happens, but I, I doubt it. I think yeah. that pop will like having him off. What are you thinking, Dan, for your six man of the year? So I wanted to go someone young. I wanted mm-hmm. to try to go and be ahead of the curve with a guy. Um, and, you know, a guy that is shown flashes and is still very young in his career, mm-hmm. really dominated the summer league. And in an era where we need long athletic guys that can knock down shots to play all wing positions, right. I chose Trey Lyles mm-hmm. as a guy who is really going to emerge. Mm-hmm. And he will be that sixth man for the utah jazz now i feel like there's gonna be a lot of times where depending on matchups depending on who they're playing he might creep into the starting lineup just Mm -hmm. with like i said the nature of where the nba is the nature of where the game is going you need more long shooters and he 
is definitely that. Um, as we saw in the summer league this year, when he oh, yeah. absolutely dominated. And I think that gave him the confidence going into this next season to really set a foundation in the summer league and then continue to build on that going forward with the Utah Jazz. A lot of young, talented guys there. They have a lot of mm-hmm. depth at a lot of different positions. Um, but I think Trey is going to be a guy that you look at toward the end of the year, like you had said with those second units, that is really carrying when teams go to their bench. He is going to be the guy that carries that Utah Jazz team when they go to the bench. First guy off the bench will be a key role, key player for the Utah Jazz, Trey Lyles, sixth man of the year. You were confident. I'm confident. Write it down, Trey Lyles, sixth man. <laughs> well, quick transition. We are talking about how much we love this young Utah team. I right. Mean, Coach of the year. Dan, who do you got? Well, boom, right into it. I went to Utah Jazz uh, franchise people with <laughs> Quinn Snyder as my coach of the year. Now, I could be a year early with this. Uh-huh. I hope that I'm not. Right. Thus is some of the you know ups and downs and ebbs and flows of having a young team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But And I hate to pick a guy that had an association with Duke. <laughs> to be the coach of the year. But like I said, I, I think that these guys are young. They're primed. They have a lot of different lineups they can plug and play, a lot of smart things they can do with the length, athleticism, shooting. Um, they have the ability to take the next step, and I think Quinn Snyder is the basketball mind to do that. And I'm, I'm sticking to it. I'm going Quinn Snyder, head coach of the year. I love it. NBA 2016-17 season. <laughs> I, well, Chuck, I'm, you're kind of on the same timeline, though. Yeah, you're thinking kind I'm, of a similar I'm, thing. I'm kind of afraid you that got? you know I might be picking a guy who's a year. It's a year too early. Oh yeah. Um, oftentimes, coach of the year goes to the team, or will go to the coach who is coaching the team who takes the biggest jump. Right. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves are prime candidates to take a big jump, be a playoff team for the first time in a while this year. I'm picking Tom Thibodeau. It's a good one. He's got young guys. What does Tom Thibodeau do? He runs people into the ground. Well, you got some young legs there. You can run them into the ground. I'm thinking Chris Dunn might get 42 minutes a game, like if he can solidify himself. Now, I mean, they also have to figure out what they're doing, Ricky Rubio, but that's besides the point. Like, he is going to run these guys. Um, So here's a question for you then. Big time, too. So I love knowing Knowing he had his year off and Mm -hmm. kind of, he did a lot of like traveling around to different. You know, teams, practices, right. yeah. lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to pull any of those tactics with rest, with being smarter about the amount of minutes guys are playing? Do you think he's going to pull any of those things he's learned over this past season and incorporate them into this season with a young crew in Minnesota? Um, do I think he will do that? Probably. Do I want him to? Absolutely not. Me either. No, no. I want to see those those the way he handled those bulls. Because if the bulls... If those teams kept Derrick Rose, they Healthy. were Eastern Conference Finals or Finals contenders every year. Right. It, without a healthy Rose, I mean, the way he ran Jimmy Butler, the way he ran Yoakam Noah, and the way he developed those guys into that system made them a great team. Yes. And without their, their star point guard, they still got to the second round. Like they, they still, still gave the Heat work. problems right. all the time with no players on the team. Exactly. And so... I, you got to think that Tom Thibodeau, it, yeah. it, with this pool of talent, it, he's got to make a big push. Easy, easy candidate. I like that he's taking his team to movies during the preseason. He's already doing that. 
Yeah, they went to see uh, Birth of a Nation as a team. Do they really? Yeah, I heard that the other day. <laughs> yeah. He's doing um, cool things. I think the guys are buying into him, so yeah. I, I like the pick. I think it's going to be a solid one. Well, uh, we've been talking young guys. Let's let's stay on the topic because we both picked young guys for we our sure most did. improved player. Uh, Dan, who do you got most improved in the NBA this year? So I went with a guy who is coming off an ACL injury, um, but is a full two years removed from that ACL injury. So I'm going with Jabari Parker. Uh, I... Again, hate that I'm picking guys that have associations with Duke. Oh, what are you drinking there? Because I can see you now. Little Mountain Dew? Oh. I was trying to get a product placement in there. Very nice. Just a little bit like a... Do the do with Mountain Dew. (laughs) Yum. Right? Right? That's what they say. No, do that, but like actually... Keep talking yes, about exactly. basketball, yes. and I'm going so anyway, to just do this naturally. Very good. It's a smooth smooth transition, and there we go. Smooth. Anyway, back to my prediction for most improved. Uh, I'm going with Jabari Parker. Again, we talked about you know, some of the issues when a lot of expectations are put on a young team. I feel mm-hmm. like the Milwaukee Bucks had a lot of expectations on them last year and they weren't necessarily ready for it. Everyone, every single person picked them as a sleeper, which is right. they're not a sleeper if everyone is picking them. Yeah, you're fully awake <laughs> if everybody's picking you. Yeah, enough people are picking, uh, enough people are poking you awake if they're saying you're a sleeper, so you're no longer <laughs> sleeping. Um, so I would say this is the year after that. So right. I'm a firm believer if if everyone is honed in on you are the next team you want that team the year after so i'm i'm high on okay. the bucks this season and i'm high on jabari parker because of that he, he's fully back from an acl reconstruction he said the entire offseason to really get himself in shape lots of shooting lots of my computer just went dead over here um <laughs> lots of conditioning drills lots of ball handling things Again, we're moving to an era where we need like a 6'8", 6'9", wing guy to play the four. I think that's going to be a great position for him. I think uh, Giannis is going to do some really good things with distributing the ball to him in certain areas. So I'm going with Jabari. I I think it's going to be a good year for him. I think at the end of the year, we're going to say, wow, that's the guy we thought was the next big thing in the NBA. Um, It's coming from the same draft class. I mean, you had guys like um, who's Joel Embiid was in that. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was in there. And, you know, while that was happening, like leading up to that draft, we, you know, you had a lot of those um, uh, catchphrases like uh, for tanking. You know, it yes. started with the suck for luck for Andrew Luck in the NFL a right. years ago. And then they were doing rigging for Wiggins. And it was uh, play sorry for Jabari. Yeah. And then there was make a scandal for Randall. I'm thinking Julius Randall. I mean, he was another yes. guy in that draft class that had so much potential. Uh, yes. like that, that this is the reason that that draft class was looked at as this is going to be one that goes in history because yeah. they have so many guys who are taking big steps and Joel Embiid came on later in the year and that actually pushed other big guys back. I think Julius Randall, he's going to have all the opportunity in the world now. Um, I think he has an actual head coach. I think yes. I Luke, Luke Walden is basically going to turn him into the tall Draymond Green. I, I yeah. mean, Draymond Green's an insane athlete, and he does incredible things uh, at every position. Um, and I think that Julius Randle has a lot of those talents. I think that he needs to take another step defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nobody else there. I mean, he has two 
two point guards in, in, in Russell and, and Jordan Clarkson who are looking for outlets so they can get open. And I think that's going to be Julius Randle. Um, just because, I mean, that's a lot of what most improved is, is, you know, right. more opportunities, uh, up numbers. I think that, you know, coming off another, basically last year was his rookie season. I mean, technically his rookie season, he played one game and went down, was out for the year. And so, yeah. you know, he spent one year in the NBA. This is his second full year here. I yeah. think he's going to take a big step forward. I love it. Um, you know how much I have a crush on Julius Randle. Uh, it's maybe sometimes an irrational crush, but it's a crush nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays so hard. He is athletic enough and has the ball handling skills to be a Draymond Green for mm-hmm. Luke Walton. Like He has that type of game. Now, I think the one thing that we need to see emerge from him is if he's going to play that Draymond-type role for what Luke Walton wants to do, mm-hmm. the shooting has to improve. His game right now is pretty much 18 feet and in, right. attack the rim, go to a spin. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really have the length to stretch the floor. So right. you know, I think we're going to see that he spend the summer really trying to extend that range mm-hmm. and, and really fit into that role that Luke Walton probably wants to have him play like mm-hmm. Draymond played. So I love the pick. Uh, I really hope that that one pans out. This, that's one I hope that you are right. I right. hope that I'm wrong and I hope you are right because I have such a crush on him and I really want him to succeed. So good pick. I'm into it. Good one. Well, you know, I, I brought up Draymond Green. And so yes. why not talk about Defensive Player of the Year? Because why not? Because this going to be hotly contested. I think this is Draymond's year. He's been second place for too long here. I think that um, this team, uh, the, this Warriors team, has are, was anchored really in Bogut as being one of their defensive leaders. And yes. while we saw the versatility that Dray, Draymond had, uh, a lot of the credit for their great defensive prowess was also put on Bogut. So now right. Bogut's gone and Zaza Pachulia is your five. Yep. I think they're going to be doing their, did you laugh at yeah. me saying Zaza Pachulia? Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Oh, it's really exciting. Uh, and I think that's almost as good as Duran at this it's point. Not, it's not exciting. <laughs> no. um, I mean, that, that was the big time signing of the summer. Who are we talking about? Yeah, seriously. I mean, Zaza baby. Um, it's nothing easy. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Every time I go to Sasa Pachulia, we're going to Camp Seven. All right. <laughs> if you don't know that, please look up Sasa Pachulia Game Seven on YouTube. It's the greatest thing in the world. Um, getting totally uh, back on track here. I think this is going to be a, a another team of great defense for the Warriors, yeah. and I think it's all going to be credit to Draymond. And I think that the latest defensive player of the year, Kawhi Leonard, is going to have some new roles. And so he's totally. not going to be totally 100% on the defensive end. I think Draymond Green, that's going to be like the one thing. is like, look, we have Durant, Steph, and, and, and Clay Thompson. Please just make sure they don't score baskets because yes. we're going to score a lot of them. And so, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, th- I think we're going to have a-, a lot of excitement there for Draymond uh, on the defensive player of the year. Dan, who do you got? Well, first, I don't want to – I feel like we just left Paul out. Uh, he's a great oh, defender. Right? What, what do you think Paul thinks is going to be the defensive player of the year? Hey, Paul George, what are your thoughts on defensive player of the year in the NBA this year? Uh, uh, here it is. Uh, Paul George, um, you know, we like to play our game. There it is. There it ain't. What, yeah. what are your, your odds on uh, being defensive player of the year? 
That's perfect. Man, Paul George sounds a lot like Lawrence Fishburne for searching nah. for Bobby Fisher. No, no, no. It's, no. it's, it's Paul for sure. That's, it's definitely that's Paul. Definitely, definitely Paul George. Excited he's here, though. Look at that winning smile. Honestly, I'm surprised that we could get him. Oh, my gosh. I have a story for you guys. Sorry. We're going to sidetrack for a second. Oh, um, as we I'm always do. About the Pacers. So, um, as many of you know, I work for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, oh, you do? In the shirt. Yeah. So. I'm like, I talked about it earlier, and we had a whole thing. Oh, um, I forgot about it. Uh, one of our big young defenders, his name is Seth Jones. Um, he he is the son of Popeye Jones, for me, Very former, nice. former NBA player, uh, played for the Mavericks. He's now an assistant coach for the Indiana Pacers. Did Paul whisper that in your ear before we started? No. Oh, nice. Popeye Jones was at the Blue Jackets game last night. And I've been I've been a fan of the Blue Jackets for 16 years. So when yes. I first got on the team and I'm like down, I'm like, oh, my gosh, wow, this is all the players. This is really cool. Oh, my God. Oh, I know that guy. Oh, I followed him on Twitter. Oh, my gosh, this is crazy. I saw Popeye Jones downstairs and I went, oh, like I had to have my teammates pull me away from Popeye Jones. I lost my mind. Pretty good because I've I've never I've never met an NBA player before, much as an NBA coach. And I've been yep. talking about Popeye Jones ever since we got Seth Jones on our roster. I was like, Yeah, Popeye Jones has got to come by. He's got to be there. I He's got to be. It's his son. I freaked out. I didn't know Did what you to talk do. To him? No, I can't because of my job. Like I'm, I'm not. Yeah. So, I can't bother players, much less their family. And also, yeah, good. if you were to talk to him, you have to give him a business card. We oh yeah, I didn't. Ha I don't have my business card yet for Hacker Chat, so I'd have to give him that so we we could get the interview. But totally. man, oh my gosh, that was the greatest. But you know what? That was the until that thing. time. I think he's probably coaching a little bit of defense for the Pacers, is my guess. Probably. So maybe maybe bring it back to Defensive Player of the Year prediction. No, what do you no, think? Maybe not. No, yeah, but the Pacers play in uh, the Central Division. Dan, you, you thought another Central Division player might have a chance at Defensive Player of the Year. Look at that. Back in the saddle again, Aerosmith. Um, so we've been talking about this for a while. Um, we've been talking about what Stan Van Gundy is building in Detroit. We've talked about kind of mimicking those 2008-2009 Orlando Magic teams with who was Dwight was the centerpiece. And uh, I feel like he has his, same similar, his, his similar um, centerpiece in Andre Drummond. Uh, I think he is going to be our runaway defensive player of the year, uh, especially to start this year with no Reggie Jackson. I feel like a lot of things are going to be put onto his plate, and I think that Andre Drummond is going to just defend the rim, rebound like crazy, um, and is going to really emerge. I've said this a couple times, but it really is going to emerge as you know one of the, if not premier, one of the premier defensive players in the league. So that's my guy. I think Andre Drummond. As a, as a trend as a whole for the NBA, for a long time, defensive player of the year were centers. Like yeah. Who's getting the most blocks and then steals, you know, like, and a lot of time, I mean, went Dwight Howard three years in a row, Tyson Chandler, you know, and, and Marcus Saul. And, you know, it, we've suddenly come across as like, oh, man, what about these wing players? And, you know, yeah. Kawhi Leonard has won it twice, and, and, and Draymond Green's getting a lot. And uh, it's because of a lot of these advanced stats. And I think that. There, Andre Drummond's going to be an amazing defensive yes. player. Yeah. But I think that uh, the NBA writers, the people, or, uh, the people who are voting on the, the voters for these awards are wanting to look beyond 
the blocks True. beyond the steals looking at those defensive efficiencies of like look we have better numbers now i want to yeah. vote for the better numbers i want to look mm -hmm. like the smarter guy with the better numbers uh True. i'm there may be a, a, a relapse back to that, especially if he keeps up the trend that he has been setting forth as a defensive power so far. Like, right, I mean, yeah. I, he, he's on his, he's well on his way. And yeah. so, um, you know, may, maybe his defensive efficiencies go up. But I think there's yeah. a lot of that. There's like, well, we have better numbers to look at defensive players. So I was like, we're smarter yeah. now. We're not picking right. centers anymore. I was like, well, maybe it's okay to pick a center sometimes. We're going to be fine. So, Knowing that you were going to bring that up, that mm -hmm. I was going to have a center as my defensive player of the year, I actually have a, uh -huh. if we were to take a look at more statistics and look at more defensive things and how we're defending differently now, mm -hmm. I actually had an idea for, I didn't put this in the notes, but an idea for who that person could be. Yeah. And it's another Golden State Warrior, Ooh. but it's a different Golden State Warrior. It's Clay Thompson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so one, speaking one, to, speaking to what you just we're talking about i think that his role is going to drastically change from what it's been yes. to what it will be in this new kevin durant steph curry taking the large load of the offense uh -huh. i think he is going to be the best that we have ever seen as a three and d guy yes. hands down but, no yeah. questions asked he will be the best ever three and d guy and we're going to see it this year he's going to have so much energy on the defensive end that he is going to guard all guys on the wing and cause so many problems and That's is going to just be fresh shooting threes on the other end. So Clay, I think, is another guy who is a definitely definitely a candidate. Um, I'm sticking with Andre Drummond, but I think he's a guy who we will talk about at the end of the year as a, wow, what if we looked at the advanced stats, looked at his ability to guard all positions – man, he was a problem defensively this season. So I'm, that's, I, yeah, right along the line with what you were saying. I'm on board. You got me daydreaming, man. That sounds awesome. Right? I mean, like, yeah. realistically, Clay Thompson, you know, he's just not going to have the volume of shooting that no. he did. It's like, going to be he, efficient, though. He's, I was going to say, he's going to take, like, nine shots a game, but they're all going to be wide open. They're all going to be yeah. great shots. Um, I think he's going to have a little bit different role in the offense, but we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, I don't want to drool over that too much. Yeah, let's, let's go to the big award. Let's go the to MVP, one. baby. Uh, I'm going to start it because, start. you know, we, I've talked about Kawhi Leonard already. I'm thinking he's my MVP. Like it. I think Kawhi Leonard, you know, without Tim Duncan, this San Antonio Spurs team has to make a change. Yes. Um, they're going to need help on the defensive end because Pau Gasol, good player, little older, lost a step, not the defensive player he ever was, and uh, <laughs> wasn't great to begin with. Um, I think he's going to have uh, an extended role on defense, but he's actually going to have shoulder more of the offense now as well. I think he's right. just going to come into his own. I mean, this is a guy who's just adding another year under his belt. Last year was his first All-Star game. Like, Which is, is ridiculous. That, is that weird? It's so strange. I mean, he he's just a kid still, and yeah. he's just going to keep taking steps forward. The San Antonio Spurs don't drop off. They just reload. And even yes. with Tim Duncan, who is not just a, a great player, an all-timer, yeah. stepping away. I think that they have an, another all-timer right behind him. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to be phenomenal. I think the Spurs are going to be a top three team. And I, I think Kawhi Leonard is going to be a huge part of that. I think he's going to MVP. Speak, speaking of huge, mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard. Big, big old hands. hands. Big hands. 
I just Kawhi like, Leonard. They like take up the whole screen. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. Kawhi Leonard is going to be fantastic. Um, I am such a huge fan of his uh, guy that just plays so hard on both ends of the floor, has developed into a knockdown three-point shooter, has developed more of a game where he can take himself off the dribble. Um, you know, A lot of these scouts talk about when guys come into the league, can they take more than two dribbles to get themselves a shot? There are very few few guys that can create their own shot off of more than two dribbles, mm-hmm. and he's one of them. He has added so much to his repertoire since he's come into the league. I'm excited to see what he has added in the offseason because he's, he's one of the guys that is adding something new offensively to his game mm-hmm. every year he's come back. You know, he added the little turnaround jump shot last year. I, he's going to add something more this year. Um, and I, I, I agree but don't fully agree with yeah. your MVP, MVP pick. Well, I, I, I'm liking where you're headed, and I think Dover is going to be like very interesting pick, where you're man. headed as well. I like Dan's pick. Better. Dan. Yeah, so I'll just come out and say it. I'm going to pick Russell Westbrook yes. as my MVP of the league. Um, have you seen uh, – go ahead and put the but, – put, put, him, put, put him back on. I wouldn't have known this had we had this before, but now <laughs> I can see you. Uh, so I've made reference to um, the movie No Country for Old Men before. Uh-huh. On the podcast, I thought um, we were going to make a reference to the movie Thunderstruck. Better. Well, we've also Better. made references to that. Which, well, um, if you've watched Bill Simmons' show, yes, yes, he, they they asked Kevin Durant the question, "Did you keep intact with uh, in contact with the kid from Thunderstruck?" And I busted out laughing. So, quick Saturday. interjection into the lives of Charlie and I. One year for Christmas, Charlie bought me the DVD Thunderstruck that That's I still true. have. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually looking it at together. it on my mantle with DVDs right now. We haven't anyway, watched it together yet? We'll, we'll have to plan a movie. Oh my gosh, movie commentary by Hackett. We could do it. We could do a movie commentary. <laughs> it's understruck. I'm sure that would get Can millions we do it of for listens. like Airbud too. Oh my gosh, Teen Wolf. Sorry, I what amazing idea. Anyway, <laughs> movies. Back to it. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. The the main character Anton Chigurh yeah. is just a crazy person who does not stop until he gets what he needs mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Uh, I'm sorry if I spoiled that for you, but it's been out since 2012, if not even before that. So if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but it's been long enough. Too late uh, so Anton Chigurh, just the entire movie, just slowly, methodically gets to where he needs to get to, gets the thing he needs, and no one's stopping him from getting to what he needs. So mm-hmm. I have dubbed a a little, you know, quote, if you will, I call it Anton Chikur mode, when it's like, you are not stopping this person from doing what it is that he is going to do, no matter what you do. Do you have shotguns? It doesn't matter. Do you have grenades? Good luck. Do you have a tank? It's probably not going to stop him. Right. Uh, Russell Westbrook is so angry. Right. <laughs> and you can see it in the interviews that he's doing before the season starts. He is on a mission and when we have seen Russell Westbrook on a mission, it is terrifying. True. It is like 50-point, 20-assist, 15-rebound games. So we're like, wait, people can do this? Right. He, oh, I can't the, only, the only thing I'm worried about with Russell Westbrook is he is going to play so hard that he hurts himself. <laughs> now, 
We have no reason to believe that this is going to happen because he's been relatively healthy since he's been in the NBA. A couple knee surgeries here and there, like knocks in the face. But like, even when he has broken orbital bones, he plays the next night with dents in his head. Like the guy is a cyborg. He is not like anybody else in the NBA. And I think this season we're going to see such a highlight uh, on on what he is capable of doing. Add into the fact that they have the guy that he's been in the league with the longest as a teammate. Say, hey, you know what? I'm out. Right. And really not even talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we're going to see middle fingers up the entire season. Can we say middle fingers up? I yeah, think we can say middle can fingers say up. Middle fingers we just shouldn't fine. do it. We shouldn't actually yeah, do it. Yeah, on the video but, now. Yeah, video. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to, and I think the first time he walks into Oracle, it's just going to be. Nobody can see it. You can see it. That's the magic of video. Stop it. Pretty snazzy. I think the first time he walks into Oracle, he's just going to go to the center court and just full circle spin two middle fingers up in the air. Just he's gonna so mark or he's just gonna dance with Cameron Payne, or he's gonna well. Hopefully, Cameron Payne gets healthy. Yeah, um, so. But uh, you know, you know I'm gonna you... stick with Russell as my my MVP, and I cannot wait to see how hangry he is the entire season. Do you think that there's anything to the fact that um, I mean, Oklahoma City right now they're a fringe playoff team by all like metrics, predictions, whatever. Right. Um, do you think that that may have an impact on his MVP candidacy? Good question. I think this may be the first time we say, did they make the playoffs? No, but man, he averaged 35, 18, and 10. Right. So we got to give it to him. Well, it's just, it's, you know, in the time that he was pulling off the triple double tri- after triple double after triple right. double, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the team was 500, you know? Right. And, um, you know, it was it was the the cast that he had minus Durant when Durant was injured and he was putting up all those numbers. Now they don't have Durant, but I mean he's Victor Oladipo, but he doesn't have Ibaka. He doesn't yeah. have Dion Waiters. I guess that's yeah. a lot. I that's don't know if that I, that might be a plus. That might be. A, it's I don't know. totally a plus. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, but, so I'm sticking. Yeah, I think, but you know, like you were saying, like fringe playoff. I think that helps. You know, possibly lead us into where we're going next here. Good call. I think we should talk about our playoff teams for this upcoming season. Uh, there's obviously eight a conference. There's, oh, I mean, there's really? 15 total oh, teams. That's how Seven don't make it. Uh, thank you, accounting department. Um, so how about uh, I'm gonna let's just go through. I'm gonna go one to eight. One day rattle them off. No, rattle eight to one. Do eight, eight to one. one. Eight oh my gosh, one. count. I well, here's the thing though. When I get to one and I say Warriors, it's not gonna be a huge surprise to anybody. Um, Good point. Yeah, it'll be a surprise who makes it on the fringe. Let's go one to eight. One to um, eight. I'm going Warriors number one. Easy cool. pick. Spurs number two. Agreed. Clippers, they just keep running it back. I, number three, why not? I think why the not? Trailblazers, I think that they, they have younger guys who may take a step forward. Hopefully, I know I've talked about him a thousand times. Alan Crabb, he's back. He's paid so much money. I'm a little worried yes. about Evan Turner. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. I think they're number four. Dallas Mavericks, number five. Even Rick Carlisle. He can do anything. Brilliant. Wolves, number six. They're ma- making their playoff appearance. The Jazz, number seven. And this was so difficult between the Rockets, Grizzlies, and, uh, and Thunder. I ended up picking the Rockets, and I don't like it. But See, but you know, you know what's crazy? When, my, when I did the original MVP prediction, I yeah. wrote down James Harden as my original thin slice. Uh-huh. Because I think he is going to do so well in that Mike D'Antoni offense. And right. I think 
that is going, and they have so many shooters on that team that I could definitely see them sneaking their way into the playoffs. I think, um, a, you know, health will be big for um, Patrick Beverly. They don't have Jason Terry anymore. Um, right. You know, no, no longer having Dwight. Maybe Clint Capella takes that step forward that a lot of people think that he has. Um, I initially had him down as my most improved because, like, it's another guy. More opportunities, just more chances. Yeah. And I think he has good talent. I just don't. I just don't know. Um, but Clint, here's the thing: they can pick up a guy off the street that can walk and chew gum at the same time and put him in a point guard, and he's probably going to get 14 and 10 because right. that offense that they run just is so helpful mm-hmm. for the point guard position. And Clint has the athletic ability to be the Amari type right. guy in that offense. Super athletic, mm-hmm. pick and roll, attack the rim. You know, he's got the he's got the the pieces to run up and down and do what he does. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the Rockets pick at eight. I think it's good. Uh, you had a little bit of a different list here, Dan. Go, go one to eight. I'm nervous about it, and I, I think we're going to look back at this at the end of the year and be like, Dan, what were you thinking? <laughs> so the first two, not going to worry about. Warriors will be our number one seed. Spurs will be our number two seed. I don't know that that's necessarily going to be the Spurs at number two, but they're going to be Top a two. home first-round playoff. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to say Warriors one, Spurs two, and this is what we're going to look back and say, Dan, are we, are yeah. we sure? Dan. Are you sure that you want to go here? I'm going to go the Utah Jazz as our <laughs> I three seed. I don't know about that one. Um, Dover even is sitting there going, uh, ah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's but and Dover's the genius. He's yeah, he's true. actually he's been a genius. So if he's – you know, skeptical, then probably not a smart move for me. But I'm sticking to it. I'm going to put the Jazz in at number three. Um, the big move there was George Hill. Mm-hmm. And what did we talk about all year with this team? If they just had an adult that could play point guard, they would be in a really good spot. They have that adult that can play point guard. He can defend. He can knock down shots. He can put guys in position. They have all of the pieces. I think they're going to make a really big jump this year. I'm picking the Utah Jazz. And a lot of people out there, a lot of the pundits, mm-hmm. a lot of people talking about this are picking the Utah Jazz. I don't know that they're picking them like I'm picking them. Nope. Which oh, no. is uh, probably not. crazy. <laughs> um, well, I got to tell you, Bill Simmons uh, stole our cat. We, we talk about adult point guards quite a bit. And he was talking about the Jazz and referred to George Hill as an adult point guard. And I was like, excuse me. He's listening. At least, at least give listening. me credit for that. Um but yeah, shout I, out to Hackett Chat, please. Yeah, exactly, Mr. I had, Simmons. I had the Jazz in at seven. I, you know, I definitely think they're going to take a step forward. Yeah, it, you know, it, it depends on what they what their bench does. What yeah. see what Dante we'll keep going. made of. We'll you keep know? going here. Uh, I've got the Clippers at four. Mm-hmm. Big worry there is health, and they don't really have anybody that can play the small forward position. Right. Um, I'm going to have the Blazers at five. Same mm-hmm. reasons you had. The only the only worry there is that they've paid all of their guys now. Right. Um, so they still play with the same hunger that they've had right. um, that they before they got their contracts. Yeah. I, I still like Al Farouk Amino a ton. I think he's a fantastic keep for them. Yeah. Um, I'm going Timberwolves at six. You know, you've got that youth. You've got a very good coach. The worry there is depth. Again, mm-hmm. I I'm putting him in. I don't know that's going to be the case. Grizzlies at seven. New coach. Um, lots of the similar guys back. Health is going to be the big thing with them. But you know, if you keep those guys healthy they are savvy they are veterans they know how to play in a group i like it with the new the new fresh approach to it um and then i'm i'm sticking to my mvp prediction sneaking his team into the playoffs and putting the oklahoma city thunder at eight uh very nice (laughs) i was excited about the thunder getting in there um 
the two differences we had you had the grizzlies and thunder and i yes. switched those out for the mavericks and rockets clearly yeah. you don't believe in rick carlisle and rick carlisle will That's true, which is not true thunder. i do believe rick carlisle no, i just don't believe in harrison, don't barnes. Believe in harrison barnes and Andrew <laughs> Bogut, uh and uh, an aging darren williams um and williams? i i think that we look at that and go Ooh, i don't know and rick carlisle looks at that and goes um 57 wins um, yes um, i am brilliant and i am better at all of you so yeah, I yes i i like it mm-hmm. i i'm we'll see what happens and we'll get more in depth with the mavericks let's move over to the eastern conference dan go ahead you hit it one to eight what do you got so i've got calves i mean they're still loaded they are the defending champions mm-hmm. they have everybody back the question is do they come back with the hunger of hey i we want to win a title they had the hey we got to win one i don't do they still come back with the same they've been partying all summer i, don't, I still don't know if jr smith put a shirt on he has a contract now we don't know if he has a shirt on um well so and, and we we looked at you know some of these lebron teams have been just like let's let's get you know a, a yeah. top four seed and move on you know we, right. we saw the atlanta hawks team get 60 wins we right. saw the pacers get the number one seed a couple years ago maybe the Cavs are just like well let's get to the playoffs and we'll figure it out from there Key addition there, and we'll talk more about it, Chris Anderson. Everyone loves him. Everyone is all about him. He is on that team now. I think it's going to be a fantastic fit for Mario, that entire crew. Mario Chalmers in talks as well. I don't know if you saw also, that Also, oh, lots, oh, lots of that. cool things happening with the Cavs. Mario Chalmers, um, love it. Go down to two, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Pacers. Uh, you may think I'm crazy here, putting them a little high, but I really like what they've put together. Paul doesn't um, think you're crazy. Paul? No, Paul. What do you, what do you think, think about the uh, chances of the Pacers being a top four seed in the Eastern Conference? There it is. Loves He's it. right. He's Loves right. It. Man, does, does Paul say anything else? We no. may have to see. No. Not right now. No. He's very no. nervous. Right. We just gave him one phrase to practice over and over again, and he's just yeah. he's just nailing that. Uh, I have the Pacers in the top four, too, so I like it. Keep going. Yep, so we'll keep going. I got the Raptors at three, yep. Celtics at four, Love it. Pistons at five, awesome. and this is one that I'm worried about. New York Knicks at six, uh, Atlanta Hawks at seven, and mm-hmm. one you and I definitely disagree on. Yep. I have the Orlando Magic in at eight. Yeah. So Not I, a smart pick, but I'm <laughs> doing it anyway. I love it. I love that. That's bold. Um, I went, uh, we have the same top four, just not in the same order. I right. went Cavs, Raptors, Celtics, Pacers. Um, so we've got that going on. Um, you had the Knicks at six. I have the Knicks at five. Uh, wow. Super team, man. Super team. I'm. I want I mean, this they, team to be. They've so got good. the best player in the NBA. So, so yeah, seriously, they have Kristaps Porzingis. Exactly. Yeah, and and um, well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, <laughs> no, because okay. they've got him. They've got him. Uh, I got the Hawks at six. Um, it's Coach Bud thing. Like honestly, like you give me just about any twelve players. It's kind of the thing. Same thing with Rick Carlisle. Like I yeah. think Coach Bud is is one of those just really great basketball minds. Um, oh, I hope <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens with with Schroeder. Uh, I have the Bulls at seven. Um, I just think that there's too much raw talent to yes. not be in the playoffs. Yes. Um, and I think that uh, Dwayne Wade um, might actually murder people if he's not in the playoffs. I think that's like a thing. Um, that's not that funny in Chicago. <laughs> Let's oh, just keep it that way. Charlie, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> what did you just do? So the Pistons, number eight. I think the Pistons uh, could be there at number eight. Um, I think he's he's solid. Um, 
Kia salad. I, I got thrown off. Uh, I think Andre Drummond is going to take a step forward. I, I hope they get some help. Uh, I think Stanley Johnson's going to take a step forward oh, this year. Man. I just loved what Stanley I Johnson agree. did. I agree. Stanley Johnson was almost my most improved pick. I had, it was I He was on the list of short. He was on the short list of guys I wanted to put down in there. Yeah. Um, what he did in the playoffs and just the attitude he gave off, I, I loved him. Um, and honestly, I don't love the Bulls. Maybe I'll move Pistons up now. Well, I mean, this is what I have now, but maybe maybe the Pistons will take a bigger step than I think. Um, yeah, the big ones that we had different were uh, I had the Bulls, you had the Magic, and yep. all the rest are the same, just in a different order and relatively in the same positions. Uh, we're going to talk more in depth about a lot of these teams later on. Um, what we're going to do with our divisional breakdowns is – uh, we are going to have um, six different smaller episodes, like bite-sized yes. episodes. Normally, we go on for 80 minutes, and sometimes we, you know. Go on and on and on. Go on and on and on on ourselves. And so we're going to put them into smaller pieces for our divisions. Uh, we're going to have specifics that we talk about with each team, players that we're looking forward to seeing, what we see for them throughout the year. Uh, obviously, you have a good idea of some of these teams, but – you know, we we still haven't talked about the Sacramento Kings yet. We need to get there. So yeah. um, we may know, even put a funny little spin on how we talk about those teams. Yeah, maybe and, uh, we'll, we'll yeah, we're, we're thinking about theming these divisions and, and 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 you'll see them as they come out. So look for our division previews. Um, we'll be getting those out soon. I mean, the games start on the 25th. So we're going to we're getting try, there. Try and get them out in the next two weeks. We, we're we're going to punch them out. We're going to we're going to get them going. Uh, we're really excited about getting the season started off again. And so we need season two. I mean, it's our season two preview. We got to have yeah. the best segment ever made. It's time, Dan, for your your time in the spotlight. Which is not even my time in the spotlight. It's our favorite players in the spotlight. It is keeping up with Chris Dapps. Gosh, it feels so good. Can you do it again? One more time. Gosh, I love it. I am so happy to be back, mm-hmm. keeping you up with what has been going on with Chris Tapp's Porzingis. Right. Um, again, guys are getting ready. We talked about over the summer how we heard he's going to do more things as far as, you know, we learned that he is very good at stretching the floor, shooting the three-point game, and now he's going to learn more how, about, how to play in the post and be more dangerous that way. Um, but... As he has added all these things to the game, we have found out the NBA 2K people did not see it the same way. Um, As with any professional player, whether it be NFL, whether it be NBA, there's always a disconnect between what the players think their rating should be and what the people that make the game think their rating should be. In this case, it's no different. Chris Chris Asperzingas saw that he was only an 80 overall in NBA 2K, not, not happy about it. Not good enough. Quoted as a saying, hey, I, I guess I got to get back in the gym to get that uh, NBA 2K rating higher. So I'm hoping that throughout the season, as they add the ratings, that Chris Dapps gets up to be a 99 overall, which is where he belongs. Exactly. And that was keeping up with Chris Dapps. Back to you, Chuck. It just felt, felt right. good. It felt right. It felt it, good. It feels felt like we're back, we're back at it. I've missed this. Uh, yeah. We've reached... All of uh, the information we want to talk about, serious basketball analysis we've gotten to, it's time for our fun games. At the end of the show, we always like to do a trivia question, pitting Dan and I's knowledge against each other. So now I can see if he's cheating or not whenever they got this video going on, Um, which, I mean, 
He still could. He cheat. probably has what been the whole time. Um, the whole time. Yeah, that was known. that was it. He, he, you, oh, we don't know what you're doing over there in Chicago. Um, nope. So Dover, Cheating capital of the world. Yes. You ready for uh, our trivia question? Yes. All right. Good because I've got a pen and pad out. Actually, I got to oh, get to it. Sorry, people. Have. I'll, I'll let get ready here. See, look, paper. The uh, the topic is rookies. Rookies. I'm gonna write down rookies. Rookies. All right, and I'm gonna write down my answer before we even start. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, question. With a stat line of 22 points, 12 assists, seven rebounds, and nine steals, this rookie has had one of the best rookie debuts of the last 10 years. I mean, I assume. Oh, in the last 10 years. <laughs> I already have mine. I'm ready. That was what I wrote years. down before ten we years. even did it. <laughs> so that's my answer. Uh-oh. Well, um, Dan Dan decided to go with Penny Hardway. Oh, you already wrote it down. Okay, Dan, I guess. Um, I was excited. Sorry. That was my guess before we even started, like and that's that line do you wanna, makes sense do you wanna, for something he would have done. Do you want to redo? Do you want to try again? No, that's who I want to do. Okay. All right. And I just okay. like him. Okay. I, I went LeBron James because, you know, sometimes you just got to go for the big target and hope the big target gets it. Well, see, the only reason I didn't go there, obviously because I wrote it down before. Uh, but obviously, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm because pretty sure he had 25 mistake. in his first game. So when he, he said 22, I, I said, I don't think that's him. This is the most diverse Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. It's No, you no, wrote it down. No, you no, wrote it down. No, it's Michael Carter Williams, isn't it? It is Michael Fart. Carter. Fart. No. Nice. Ah, I had it. I knew what it was. Guys, I really just wanted to make a Penny Hardaway reference as they are bringing it back oh. to start season two. Charlie. I feel like he's not getting enough love in the pod, so I wanted to bring it back. Anthony your, Penny Hardaway. Your final answer was not. I knew it was said. Michael Carter Williams. Well, you still got it wrong. I'm so mad at myself. Life's hard sometimes. Gosh. Should be. Good well, question, though. I liked it. Well, thanks. I guess we can move on to the next thing. Uh, uh, if it's I'm a genius, we're, this is where we take our bold predictions on the NBA. We normally do it on a week-to-week basis. This is our preview. We're going to do it over the entire NBA season. One prediction to last a whole year. I already don't like mine because it makes me sad. I love mine because Dan. it makes me laugh. Go for it, Dan. So my first, if it hits, I'm a genius that we'll look at, you know, at the end of the year and be like, wow, what were we thinking here? Pat Riley has added Dion Waiters to the Miami Heat. And Dion Waiters is going to make Pat Riley so angry <laughs> that 26 <laughs> games into the season, he's going to say, I've had enough with the NBA. I am out. <laughs> he's just going to retire. Exactly 26 but, games in. This but 26 season. games in, he's going to say, this is the guy that we have on the roster. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm sure out. I thought that would have been Tyler Johnson with that contract. Holy cow. Um, I thought you were going to be like 26 games. Deion Waiters gets waived. And nope, like, 26 no, games. No. Pat Riley cannot no, Pat stand Wiley, it. Pat Riley is going to quit basketball because of that. He is done. Oh my gosh. Um, mine, mine is along the same lines. Actually, um, I like it. I think that there is a um, seminal leader in in the in the NBA who's been around for a long, long time, and he his time has come to pass. I think Coach Pop 
calls it a day. Sometime near the end of this year, I think it's going to happen. There will be a time where they get eliminated from the playoffs in like late May, and he goes, "All right, well, that was fun," and he just walks out the door and he doesn't come back. They're <laughs> like, "All right, uh, he didn't. Is he, where did he go? He didn't say retirement. Did he, he didn't say, but he's not. He's not coming back. He's not here. He's go- he's oh. gone. Uh. Okay. Um, you know, everyone always said when Tim goes, Pop's gonna go, and it just makes sense. Um, yeah." And that's a more legitimate one. That's a good one. I think here's the thing though. I think, uh, the, they may make some history with the person who replaces him. Oh, Charlie. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. later. We'll talk about that with the Spurs. Uh, Dover. Yes. What are we thinking? Um, I'm going to go with the the new power team in the Eastern conference. The Knicks. One of my my new super teams. I'm, I'm, Watch oh my gosh! You have a new favorite team? No, no. Then okay. Well, a new team that you like? A, two, a new team that I like. Okay. I think they're gonna take the Cavs to seven games in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh, I like that one. This is they're gonna go fun. real far, real far. Oh my gosh! Dover is bringing his if it hits, I'm a genius game at an A plus level right out of the gates. Real far. Dover I like it. Impresses me always. Yes. You know what impresses us? The work that they're doing over at thegamehouse.com. We've gotten our support from there. They've done a great job. They've revamped their website. They've found new ways to uh, show off our podcast. We're really excited about that. Uh, Check out thegamehouse.com. And it has sports ranging from everything professional in major league gaming and and all, all sorts of stuff going on. Check it out, The Game House. It's got a brand new look. Gamehouse is H-A-U-S dot com. Uh, you can check out our Twitter. If you want to be part of our chat, you can find us at hack underscore uh underscore chat. You can email us at hackachatcast at gmail.com. We also are debuting our Facebook page soon. That's right. We're on Facebook now, which is weird because normally people go from Facebook to Twitter. We went backwards. Still, doesn't matter. We're going to do it. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at Cleep3. Dover's on Twitter at JTD Perk. Dan doesn't have Twitter. Still um, no Twitter. Season still, two, no Twitter. Yeah, Skype though. So yeah, you're, Skype. You're working your way there. Just got it tonight. Uh, shout out to Tim Piscitelli. He created our music coming in, going out of the episodes. Uh, check out his SoundCloud page. He's been great. Uh, check out all of his music there. You can check us out on SoundCloud as well as Google Play Store, Stitcher, any um, third party stuff you got going on, iTunes, Wait. and YouTube. That's right. We're doing YouTube now. Subscribe, rate, review, all those don't bad boys. D- don't tell your don't friends. End. Check out our YouTube page coming up. D- Dan is going to be really exciting. Don't, what do you want? I'm even putting the two hands by my mouth so I'm louder. Yeah. You can see it. Don't, don't stop. Like hey, stop what? hey season two. Season let's two. start it off with a bang, and let's tell the audience what they want. What? They want to hear about Harold Miner. I've got a whole thing ready. I actually worked on some different documentary footage that I could bring into this to incorporate into the new look where we can actually show video oh, now. I have a Why whole presentation ready. There's a PowerPoint. The I even did the PowerPoint the right way with the dark background with the white lettering so people can read it easier. We That's educational. The- Come on. We did Carolina the whole talk? thing. We, we did the whole setup. I said subscribe, rate, review. That means it's the end of the show. We can't, like, I, We've we got talked so about this work. for months. Know, it was number so one on the priority list to the, talk about Harold Miner. This in like two weeks. Two weeks. It's in two weeks. We got to get Can we do – all right, all right. Can we, can we, can we incorporate a – instead of keeping up with Chris Stapp's only segment, can I do it keeping up with Chris Stapp slash – 
Let's tell you about Harold Miner. No, Can no, you think about I'm it? I'm not doing that. First off, Christoph Sporzingis deserves his own segment. <laughs> You're right. You <laughs> Who am I kidding? He deserves his own segment. Up. That is the blasphemy. Close to I blasphemy. I can't believe I said it. I'm um, sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. No, but I mean, we don't have time. We don't have time. We just, we got to move on. We got to do something else. We gotta, All right, I'm going to poke it in from here and on. I'm just going to start talking about it. And no one's going to stop me. No, but we got to, you know, we, we've got, we have to go. Okay. All right, let's just let's go. But next one, I'm gonna do it. Next one. Next. All right. I, I, I'm gonna just sprinkle it in. Next one. All right, maybe the next one. Well, uh, until then, travel safe. Be good to one another. Ball out. Ball out.